I must do a cor quick corrections. Zero Waste Week was apparently not the 1st through the 7th, but it is the 7th through the 11th, meaning today is the first day of Zero Waste Week. It was a simple error of me leaving it in my calendar as just that week from, I guess, last year or maybe a year before, something like that, and just not double-checking beforehand because many times I don't trust my calendar notes and it turns out that they're right and I waste a lot of time double-checking things, but when this is the one time I should have double-checked. Whoops. Anyway, on with the episode. Hello, my name is Miss Grace Elizabeth. If you like what you heard today, you can follow me at thriftedlux.com or on Facebook for the podcast, Lace and Cupcakes Podcast. You can like and subscribe and rate and review on any podcast platform that you prefer. And yes, on with the show. Well, hello there. So today we are talking about going zero waste and having a whole day, you know, your meetup day being zero waste friendly. So we're going to start from the very beginning all the way to when you might get completely like back in your pajamas at the end of the day after wearing Lolita to the meetup and everything. And we're going to kind of like frame it as, you know, maybe we're meeting up in a mall and we're going to have like a cafeteria type of thing post vaccination or pre-COVID, you know, that whole kind of deal. Um, or, you know, even a nice socially distanced picnic with like a little bit of like flea market shopping in the open air, you know, those sorts of things. So the idea is we're going to eat at this meetup and we're going to go shopping at this meetup. So the first thing we want to do is before even considering the meetup, We've got two things. We need to deal with our hair, and we also need to get our, our coordinates. So, if you have, um, if you don't have any Lolita clothes, like, you know, coordinates, like a petticoat, none of that, consider getting these things secondhand. It's perfectly feasible, uh, but it might not necessarily be cheaper, and you do have to consider your budget, but there are plenty and also you have to consider how easily it is to get clothing in your size. I understand not every like plus size Lolita will be lucky to find their whole wardrobe, maybe a piece or two here or there, but I can understand not being able to find all your main pieces easily uh, secondhand. Uh, in fact, um, like you might have to get things from Taobao, but do consider cotton textiles, you know, natural fibers that would actually be able to decompose at the end of its life cycle, unlike polyester. And also, the cotton doesn't shed microfibers into the water. But, you know, do the best you can with the options that are presented to you. And if you already have an extensive wardrobe, consider shopping your own closet. You don't necessarily need to buy new things, and you can even use things like your own waist ties to make accessories if you don't like waist ties. If you like them, you know, don't don't take them apart, but, you know, consider shopping your own closet and it will not only save, help save the environment because you're not 
buying more things and even when you buy things secondhand it still comes shipped to you in packaging that is often non-reusable or non-recyclable depending um, and sometimes it does come packaged in recyclable or reusable packaging and there's minimal waste but not every Lolita selling on say lace market is going to be providing that option so just consider shopping what you already have and you'll also save yourself money in the long run too next we're going to consider our hair if you already have wigs you wear with egl fashion all the time wonderful enjoy the snot out of them but when it when you are thinking about maybe getting that like nice bob or curled wig or something you might want to consider trying to use your own hair it might not necessarily be a perfect option for you but it is definitely an option to consider so it might not be feasible for everyone but if you're confident in your hair no matter the color or texture i do recommend you go for it i personally opted for a fluffy bob with bangs but your style might be different it might be locks or a fro or ringlets or twin tails like seriously consider if going wig free is feasible for you and how you want to wear your hair with egl fashion gone are the days of having to wear a wig and that being quote-unquote necessary for an egl coordinate all right so now our hair is cute we've got it ready also uh real quick you can also get wigs secondhand it's a bit riskier but you know it is what it is you can also boil wash them but that means you have to figure out how to restyle it yourself but if you do buy a new wig you still have to get it trimmed uh and to look just right but now that we've got our hair set whether it be a like wig or our natural hair or and our clothing uh it's time to shower before we head out very hygiene very important so we're going to consider buying plastic free soap or shampoo or you know like there's bar soaps and shampoos and everything and they might not be available where you are and in fact this goes for everything if they're not every option is going to be available to everybody whether it be financial or whether it be location there is nothing like no proteins around here with the exception of meat which is also very devastating to the environment um it is impossible to find zero waste protein around here there are no bulk bins no bulk grains everything comes in packaging except for a few forms of produce. Uh, I'm not even able to get my baguettes from Panera Bread package-free anymore, especially because of COVID. They're very careful about that, which I understand. So, yes, um, not everything's going to be available to everybody. So if you can't find a plastic-free bottled shampoo and you don't have a Lush or you can't afford Lush, Lush is expensive, um, don't beat yourself up too hard but do what you can uh, if you can use a nice exfoliating washcloth or um or a plastic free loofah to suds up your soap and scrub up your body from a bar soap that's an excellent option um so and now we're finally out of the shower so we're going to go with 
Zero Waste Makeup, like Clean Face Cosmetics. She is on Etsy and Instagram, and she hand makes all of her makeup from natural materials, and wherever possible, she avoids the use of plastic. There have been times where she's been having a hard time finding suppliers for packaging that is plastic free, but she does the best she can and she actually is very communicative, but she's a small business. Uh, and there's plenty of other spenders out there if she does not, you know, meet your personal needs for a makeup, which, hey, everybody's, that's why there's multiple brands out there. So it might take a little while to find the perfect brand for you, but definitely like, don't hesitate to ask these people questions as well, especially if they're hand making things and they can, and they can actually answer your questions as opposed to a massive corporation. But there are a few larger businesses out there that do have uh, plastic free options. Uh, if memory serves, I don't have it written down, but I think Elate Cosmetics is one because I think they have like those bamboo plastic free tin magnetic trays and stuff. So yes. So now we are dressed in our coordinate, we have our hair, um, also you can get accessories secondhand, so we've got our accessories, we've got um, our makeup on, so we're ready for the, the event, supposedly. Now we have to pack a little bento box uh, with reusable cutlery. They make cuter photos, I think, especially when spread out on a furoshiki. Now there's brands like Bento & Co and Monbento that you can like buy from that have beautiful, beautiful boxes and accessories. Uh, you can find even secondhand versions of a lot of these boxes on eBay. Uh, make sure you wash them very thoroughly. Uh, you can even get furoshiki both ways. And these are these beautiful cloths you can use to wrap up bento. And you can even use those cloths for many other things such as, you know, as a little tote bag to, as for an impromptu shopping trip or something like that. Um, if you are meeting at a restaurant, you can always just bring an empty bento box to put your leftovers in, so that way you don't waste food. Another pro there. Obviously, brand bags aren't going to fit your bento, your wallet, your, your spare makeup, and all that stuff. So, you're going to need a bigger bag. But also, something else we want to put in that bag is a reusable water bottle. So, mine is a lavender-colored thermos. And one of my best friends has a water bottle that has little kitty cat ears. Another friend has a water bottle with bunny ears. So there's plenty of super cute water bottles out there and you can get them in an array of colors and patterns to whatever best matches your motif. Now you're going to want to put all of these things in a handbag, which you can find secondhand, just find something that really works, or if you already have one, pull it out of your closet. Then we're going to also want to put in our bag, or we can use this as our bag, a tote bag that matches our aesthetic. So you can use like just a plain black tote bag if you're a gothic lolita, and, or you can add some like lace details all these kinds of things. A sweet Lolita, same kind of deal, but use a different color that matches most of your wardrobe. Um, I say if it matches 90 to 95% of your wardrobe, it's a really good pick because then you won't feel like you 
have to find another bag um, or that you don't match. I think that it's a really strong move to have kind of a very curated wardrobe in that regards. Another option is you can even find tote bags secondhand very easily. And if they're a lighter color, you can pretty much dye them to whatever color you want. You can decorate them with little pin badges and all that sort of thing. And it's a very creative way to essentially make your bag match your outfit. Something else you might want to consider is bringing a few handkerchiefs of your own. You can use like replicas that you ended up with whether you bought them because you hadn't realized and done your research very well um, before getting into Lolita and you accidentally bought a replica, happens to a lot of people. Uh, that would be something you can make it out of, provided the material is a good one and absorbent. Uh, you could also use like an old t-shirt or you can just buy vintage handkerchiefs or even new handkerchiefs. That you, I've seen them and specifically Hobby Lobby because Nowhere else around here sells tatting supplies. <sighs> this is why I buy most stuff secondhand, because I don't necessarily agree with the ethics of many companies. Uh, so, yeah. But they do sell plain handkerchiefs, new in package. Just go over to the embroidery and tatting section. But I'm sure you can easily make a handkerchief out of just scrap fabric or an old t-shirt, an old cutso that had too many holes in it. Those are all excellent options. And also I've found many when I'm at yard sales and thrifting and vintage shops, just give them a nice hot water wash once you get home. Maybe a couple if you're especially skittish, but they'll be perfectly fine. And these are great for a myriad of things. You can use them as a napkin. You can use them to wipe up a mess. If it's really hot out, you can use it to wipe the sweat off your like brow or dab your uh, face. So that way your makeup doesn't get like all messed up from all your like sweat in the heat. Um, or you can even use it for the very common purpose of blowing your nose. Definitely keep a little bag to put the used ones in so that way they don't mix in with all of your st other stuff in your bag. Now if you're going shopping anywhere and it is still COVID time pre-vaccination or hopefully I I really hope that America will keep uh will keep on the whole mask train and like make it kind of normalized when people are feeling a little bit under the weather um, even in a post, like, once we all get vaccines and stuff, uh, I think it would be really nice to kind of have that culture, hopefully, <laughs> embedded in the country, where if you're feeling under the weather, you can wear a mask to help prevent getting other people sick as you still run your errands. Um, but another great use for those replicas, uh, and also, like, maybe a waist tie or something like that, you can, uh, make yourself a face mask. Now, of course, you can also use the waist ties for things like making headdresses. I've done that. I don't like waist ties on my dresses simply because they're hard to tie. They like to become untied. America is a car culture, so I'm sitting in a car going to and from anywhere, and it's ruining my bows, uh, like my waist bows. So, um, 
waist ties, like the bow from the waist ties. So I, I, I just pretty much try to get rid of waist ties, especially if they're detachable. I'm like, you are coming off and you're never going on. And because I am really honing down my wardrobe, I'm pretty confident that anything that I take waist ties off of, I like the dress enough that I won't be selling it. So there's that. But yes, repurposing your waist ties for things like face masks or headdresses, all perfectly wonderful, valid options. And now that you're ready to go into a store, you've eaten, you've um, got your tote bag, you're, so you're ready to shop. So the next thing you can do is refuse receipts you do not need. So you're in the store, you bought something, you're like, this is perfect for me. It matches my coordinate that I'm wearing. There is not a doubt in the world that this will be mine for a very long time. Well past the sell-by date or return date. Wow. Okay. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so you're going, like, you know that it's not something you're going to return. You're like, okay, here's like groceries. Even if you just went look, like out in Lolita, just out and about to do your daily shopping like, okay, I know I'm not going to need to return these beans and these cans of vegetables and stuff. So just no receipt. No, thank you. I'm good. Unless it's one of those places they check for receipts at the door where it's going to be, you know, if you're buying an electronic, definitely get a receipt. You want to be able to call in the warranty. If you're buying a gift for someone else and they might want to return it, get a gift receipt. But if it's something you really know you're not going to need, just say no, thank you. So now the meetup is over or we're done with our shopping. So we're getting home and we're just like shedding our coordinate like a snake skin. It's you're feeling free from all those layers and it's wonderful. So you're going to want to first use a washcloth instead of a disposable makeup removal cloth or removing wipe. I the Obviously, if you're traveling, it makes more sense to generally use a disposable cloth because they don't take up a ton of space and they are lightweight and you don't have a damp cloth in your luggage. But if you're at home, this is a wonderful thing you can do to really reduce your waste. And then lastly, we're going to want to mend any rips. We're going to inspect our coordinates, our ev like all of our garments, make sure no buttons are lost, make sure that there's no stains. If there's stains, apply stain remover. Take good care of your clothes. And if you catch a stain, it's much easier to apply that stain remover and put it in the wash and get that laundered and everything right away for the best chance of keeping your garment looking as new as possible for as long as possible. I know that there's some people who cite that they don't wash their laundry because uh, wash their Lolita dresses because they don't want the color to fade and that is a bunch of malarkey because going outside and your brand is starting to fade it um, or even your off-brand but yes um, just using your clothes is going to make them age and degrade and if it's not going to be um, washing and a little bit of fading, it's going to be pilling or it's going to be a rip. Things happen to clothes. That's, we wear them. They are protecting our bodies from the outside elements, but it's also important to mend them and take care of them however we can. So it's very important to do 
like just inspect your clothes and just check to make sure there's no rips. If you notice a spot like starting to come unraveled or a button starting to come loose, just pull out your sewing kit, stitch it up. In fact, I had to do that with a JSK that I wore yesterday and I'm like, oh, okay, this button on the shoulder strap is coming loose. It's an adjustable shoulder strap. So it's just simple to just stitch it up instead of throwing it in the wash, hanging it up and then in my closet and then wearing it and then it breaking. So it's preventative and it also will make your clothes last longer because then also it won't pull on that fabric as intensely as that stitching is wearing away. So I highly recommend taking care of your clothes as well. And that is it for today's episode. It's a bit longer for a solo episode. That is definitely true. But yes. Um, so I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Please like and subscribe. Don't hesitate to reach out to me and comment. And I will see you guys next week. I don't know what we're going to do for next week's episode. So wish me good luck. Oh, also, um, if you go to thriftedlux.com, every day this week of Zero Waste Week, I will be doing something new to celebrate Zero Waste Week. And I will do my best to also participate in the official challenges. But I do have a post shared from yesterday, actually, where um, on the 6th of September 2020, about where to check out the zerowasteweek.co.uk, I think, um, their whole spiel and their challenges and everything so yes uh hope you hope to see you there and if not i'll see you here next week maybe Bye bye